Hi, it's Andy, and welcome to the Hills Church Podcast. Our hope is that this will help your life and inspire your faith. Thanks again for checking us out. Are we all good this morning? Yeah, well, this is our last Sunday in our Summer in the Psalms collection. So who's enjoyed this collection? Yeah, there has been a lot of different kind of thoughts probed out of um, the book of Psalms this whole summer, and we're excited for in um, September, not next Sunday with our family service, but the following Sunday, we're starting a new collection, and it's all about hearing from God. So we've been prepping and praying into our hearing from God collection, and we're excited for that, which is starting in September. But this morning, we're going to finish off our collection on Summer in the Psalms. So we're actually going to look at the very last Psalm, all right? So the very last Psalm is Psalm 150. So it will be on the screen or you can get it out in your app and we're going to read that this morning. It is a very short one, which you will be so glad because some of these Psalms have been quite long and it's got one overarching thought. So my prayer this morning is that I do justice what God wants to speak to us through this Psalm. So Psalm 150, let's get started. Hallelujah, praise God in his holy house of worship. Praise him under the open skies. Praise him for his acts of power. Say power. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. Say greatness. Greatness. Praise him with a blast on the trumpet. Praise him strumming soft strings. Praise him with castanets and dance. Praise him with a banjo and a flute. Praise him with cymbals and a big bass drum. Praise him with fiddles and a mandolin. Let every breathing creature praise God. Hallelujah. I thought it was a bit much for me, for me to ask the band to have all those instruments on this morning, and I'm glad I didn't after the morning they've had, but um, that is Psalm 150, so let me pray really, really quickly. God, we thank you for your word, and God, we thank you that this psalm is all about you and how we can praise you. So God, I ask this morning that we would have open hearts ready to receive from you. In Jesus' name, amen. So Psalm 150 is actually called a doxology. And I don't know if you've heard that word before. I hadn't. But it's called a doxology. And basically, it is a psalm that closes off the collection of psalms. So it's the one that closes it off. But it actually closes off. There's a few doxologies in psalms, and it closes off the final few as well. But what a doxology really is, it's something that glorifies God. Okay? Something that glorifies God. And the last five psalms written in this book of Psalms are actually all Psalms of praise. And they all start with the word hallelujah, and they all end with the word hallelujah. Who remembers in school having to sing praise ye the Lord hallelujah? Yes. Our school was that radical. We even had actions, okay? And I kind of thought, wouldn't it be great? Can I do the actions? I thought it would have, and so the females did one action and the males did the other. And it was really quite comical, but it was my favorite. And when I was preparing this talk, I said to my son, I said, do you sing this song in school? And he was like, yeah. So they're still singing it in schools, but it literally said, praise ye the Lord, and then hallelujah. So if you were singing hallelujah, when it was praise ye the Lord, you sat like this. And then when it was your time to shout hallelujah, you pop up and you shout hallelujah. So it was a fun song to sing. But even from we were so little, we've been singing the word hallelujah. Well, what does the word hallelujah even really mean? Well, the word hallelujah means praise you, the Lord. It is just a word of praise. 
So whenever we think about this word hallelujah in this book of Sam, this chapter in the book of Sam, it's all about God being praised and us encouraging, encouraging us to be the ones that are to praise. So if you look at the dictionary, there's two different types of praise. And this is what makes praising God so different than earthly praise. Because whenever we're praising each other, we all like to be praised, don't we? Yeah, it's a nice feeling to be praised, and it's nice to be able to praise others. And when we praise each other in real life, not that God's not real life, but it's spiritual realm, we express warm a warm approval or an admiration. So we'll say, weren't they amazing at that, or you did a great job at that. But the type of praise we're talking about this morning is, it's to express our respect and our gratitude to God. And that is for his greatness. And um, we can positively impact so many people on earth by our words of praise. And that's a whole sermon for another day about how we can use our words on this world to make a difference. But whenever we praise in the natural, if I praise Nathan for just going up there and fixing something like he did, or I praise Joel and the team and the band for what they did this morning, it makes them feel a little better, doesn't it? When we praise, when I choose to praise someone, it makes them feel better. But when we choose to praise God, it makes us feel better. Because actually, whenever we praise God, it's not about how we feel in the moment of our circumstances, but it changes how we feel about our circumstances when we start to praise. Because whenever we praise God, it's not him that gets changed. It's us. Because there's a shift in our mindsets. There's a shift in the wisdom that we receive. There's a shift in our circumstances. There's a shift in our situations whenever we choose to praise God. The shift is in us. And whenever we praise God, it breeds gratitude. It breeds contentment. It breeds thanksgiving, it breeds hope and faith and all these things in our lives whenever we choose to praise God. And what Psalm 150 is so great for, there's no real agenda, there's no argument, there's no teaching, there's nothing really to Sam except Psalm 150 other than it is an expression of praise. It's a, it's a hymn written in the book that's calling us all living things with breath, to praise the Lord. So I've just got a couple of points this morning of, well, what does it mean to praise him and why do we? And there's two reasons, and it says this in Psalm 150. So if we could keep Psalm 150 up for a little second on the screen. The first point, and it comes after the second point actually when it's written here, but I'm going to put this one on first because I feel it's most important. The first one is we praise him for his greatness. Verse 2, it says, praise him for his magnificent greatness. There is so much truth in that line. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. And we have to believe this as believers. We have to fully believe that God is great. We are, we are told and we know in our heart that God is so good. And no matter what surrounds us, what's going on in our lives, it doesn't take away from the fact of how great God is. And it can be a struggle sometimes when bad things happen that will, you know, is God really great? I'm telling you this morning, 
he is really great. It says, praise him for his magnificent greatness. In Psalm 145, verse 3, and scripture is full of it. It says, great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. Psalm 147, verse 5. Should be on the screen as well, the next one. Our Lord is great with limitless strength. We'll never comprehend what he knows and does. God being God is fully enough reason for him to be praised. And that is what we're called to do. We're called to praise God just for him being him. Psalm 96, verse 4 to 6. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are his sanctuary. We are to praise God for his greatness. The Lord is good. The Lord is great. And scripture is so it's so clear to us that how good God is. And if we take nothing home from today, other than knowing we praise God for his greatness. But it says before that in Psalm 150, we praise him for his acts of power. Psalm 150, pop it up there again and we'll see it. It says, praise him for his acts of power. God is at work in our lives. Would you agree? God, these acts of power are not old acts that were written about. They were back then and they are now. So we cannot just praise God for his greatness of who he is, but we can praise him for his acts of power, for what he has done and is doing in our lives. In Psalm 147, verse 3, it talks about some of the things he does. It says, he heals the heartbroken and bandages their wounds. Psalm 147, verse 6, it says, God puts the fallen on their feet again. God is at work and he, his works are mighty. And I don't know about you, but I think I'm a pretty busy person. Do you think you're a pretty busy person? I don't know. What the, who is on top of their laundry at the minute? Please say you're not because um, it's actually been pretty good that I haven't been on top of my laundry at the minute. Do you know why? Anderson, here we go. So I'm managing to get my clothes washed and dried during the week, okay? But see by a Saturday, I have baskets full of clean clothes, but they're like in balls out of the clothesline. So not yesterday, the Saturday before I went to the gym early in the morning, what did I come home to? Folded laundry, put away laundry. Yesterday morning, Yesterday morning, I had an early appointment in Derry. What did I come back to? The laundry starting to be folded. So I think I'm into a little bit of a trick, church, that maybe I should leave it to every Saturday morning. And Andy'll be like, gee, this, this pile's far too big. What's Victoria been at? And he'll then start folding the laundry. Has anyone else tried that trick? I don't know if it'll last too long, but um, <laughs> there's ears being covered in the room. I see it. But... <laughs> Life is pretty busy, but you know what? Who's busier? God, because he is always at work, even when we don't see it. He is preparing the way before us. He's speaking to all of our hearts. 
He is placing situations and people in the right places for us to encounter. He is always at work. And it makes us that thankful we need to have time in our schedules to praise him too because his works are mighty. But why do we praise? He's great and he does mighty works, but well, why, why should we really praise God? I know we're told to, it's a command, but well, why should we do it? Well, we were fishing the other day, and I don't know if it was a lucky catch, but the first line that went in, we caught a rainbow trout. And no surprise there, it was Ralph who caught it, because he's the fisherman of the family. But you know what Judah did as soon as Ralph had caught the rainbow trout? He hugged him and he says, I'm so proud of you, Ralph. And you know what that made me think of? We are created to praise. It is in our nature to praise others, but it's in our nature to praise God. We were created to praise God. And it tells us in the Bible as a command that every loving breath is to praise the Lord. Well, why should we praise? Well, praise engages us with God. It engages us with humans when we praise them. But when we praise God, we engage with him. But you know what is more um, present in an atmosphere of praise? God's presence. So whenever we choose to praise God, we are more in his presence. We are in a deeper level of his presence. But not only does it connect us to God and does it get us into his presence, when we praise, it actually helps our problems. Did you know that? Whenever we praise, our problems are helped because we're not then looking at the, what's written on in front of us or what situation we're in and the cannots and the ifs and the buts and the no's. But whenever we choose to praise, well, we're saying, I'm, go I'm going to the God of the cans and the wills. And it's taken us out of the heavy situation that we're putting on our shoulders that we're actually told not to do. We're told in the Bible to give everything to God. That's all our problems were to give to God, all the good and all the bad. So it switches our mind. When we switch our mindset and our problems to praise, it helps our problems. It takes us, our eyes off ourselves and on to God. Praise enlightens us. It encourages us. It is pivotal in breaking down barriers. It, is, it changes our heart when we choose to praise. And it's not actually feeling it's something that we have to choose to practice so we know that we've got praise we're commanded to praise God for his greatness and for his mighty acts and we know why we should do it because we can it engages us with him we get deeper into his presence that helps us in our problems that takes our eyes off ourselves and onto him praise really focuses us on Jesus who we're called to fix our eyes on, especially in our problems, because who knows when something goes right, we, it's so easy to praise God. Thank you, God, that that happened. Thank you, God, that was so good. But whenever we're in a, a trickier place, it's harder to just say, praise him. Even if we just praise him for his greatness without even thinking about our problems. But why should we praise God in our hard times? Well, praise reminds us that he is our God and that we are his people. Whenever we're in a hard time and we choose to praise, we're saying, God, you are my God and I am yours. And if we want to walk out and practice our faith, we've got to praise 
in the hard times and in the happy times because he is a magnificent God. God is a good God and he is not out to harm us. He is not out to harm us. And he's wanting for us to connect with him so that he can strengthen us, so he can sustain us, and so he can comfort us, especially in our times of pain and problems. And if the band would like to come up, um, I have a few more things I would just like to share. We're told in God's word that we're to praise God in every season. And sometimes when we read things, they're easier said than done. But I kind of believe there's two types of learners. There's people who like to know why we should do things, and then they'll give it a go. And then there's people who give things a go, and it'll prove it true for them. So you're either, well, I like to know why I should do all these because I know what that's going to do for me. And others will just jump right in, and they'll praise, and they'll feel and know the rewards for themselves. But we are called to praise God in every season of our lives. And you know why that is? Because God is sovereign over all. He is sovereign over all. And no one, absolutely no one, knows all the mysteries of God except him himself because he is Lord over all of the, of the earth. And sometimes we can feel out of control and not know what's going on in this world and how is things going to work out and will it always be this way and when am I going to get to the end of this? But we can praise God knowing that he knows absolutely everything there is to know about each of us. He knows every step we've been through and he knows every step that we are about to go through. He has got us. It says in Jeremiah 32, verse 17, Ah, sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Listen to this. Nothing is too hard for you. Nothing is too hard for you. I love that we can go to scripture whether we are in a good, whether things are on or going good for us and we can just praise him from where we're at. But I love that whenever we are hitting a tough patch or a problem or whatever may that look like for you, we can go to his word and we can hear things like he's sovereign over all that nothing's too hard for him, that whenever you go up and read what we just read about, he will pick you up. He heals the heartbroken. Our God is a working God. He does not want to harm. He does not want harm to come our way. But what he does want to do is he wants to comfort us, sustain us, and strengthen us for the journey he has us on. When we praise God, it is an honor to praise God. We can praise him for his magnificent greatness and for his acts of power. And each of us in this room have a call in our lives to praise God. It is something that we are called to do. We were created to praise because praise changes us. It doesn't change him. We might need God to move in our health, in our finances, in our friendships, in our uh, careers, in our dreams, we in our struggles. We might need a breakthrough in any of these areas. And you know where is a good place to start? Praising God. Because he will help us get a God perspective on our problems. 
He will, when we praise him, we will know his character. We will feel his peace. We will be in his presence. And we will believe the things like he is Lord of our lives, that there is nothing too difficult for the Lord. So we're going to go back into worship in a little minute. And what we're going to do is we're going to praise the Lord. It says in Psalm 150, we can do it with symbols and dance and song and all these things. Well, we've got a few guitars here this morning. And we are going to praise him with those. Because when we praise him this morning, whatever we've, whether you're praising him for just who he is or you're praising him in the midst of your problems this morning, what we're doing is we're saying, God, you're king over my life today. You're king over my problems. You're king over my blessings. You're king over it all. So let's praise him this morning for his magnificent greatness. We're going to praise him for all that he has done for each of us already. And we're going to praise him in the areas that we need a breakthrough in. And as we praise individually, we're also here praising collaboratively. Because we know there's people in the room that need a breakthrough too. And we're going to believe that as we praise this morning. So would you stand with me as we go back and song this morning? God, thank you that you know us. Thank you that you love us. God, help us to praise you for your greatness this morning and all you have done. In Jesus' name we say, amen. Hey, thanks again for checking out the Hills Church podcast. Hey, if this message has inspired or encouraged you in any way, why don't you share it with a friend? Hi, as well as that, we meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. at the Waterside Theatre, and we'd love to see you in one of our services. But hey, thanks again for checking out the podcast. Why don't you subscribe to our channel?